All right, boys. <laughs> it's time for another podcast, baby. We're back. I and mean, we're back. Uh, I'm going to fucking get a, get you to clear out a little bit on this one, because I'm about to ISO the, to start this. to move? Oh, I I'm, I'm about to ISO to start this podcast right now. Let's talk about the Toronto Raptors. If you get doubled on, I will, I will be ready. Why don't we talk about the Toronto Raptors? Did you see the comment recently? Darko Ryakovich was like, hey, if we win three games in a row, I'm going to take all the players out to dinner. I don't think he's going to have to pay for that dinner. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me, bro? That is a slap in the face to all of us fans who watch this team. Is winning not enough? Like, like, let's be serious right now. Because there's there's serious teams in the league, and there's unserious teams in the league. And every NBA fan knows that. There's a difference, like, just organizationally between a team like the Boston Celtics and a team like the Detroit Pistons. And you know who we're closer to right now is the Detroit Pistons. Right. This is a team that for years had a level of organizational integrity where it's like they're just going to, you know, make moves and be better, a little bit better every year. And it didn't always work. We lost to LeBron sometimes. But you know what? We like won games and we genuinely tried to win, right? What are we trying to do right now? What like what is this team genuinely trying to do? Like is it Scotty's development? Cuz if it was, we wouldn't trade for a center who can't shoot. And like trade a first round pick for a center who can't shoot all right it's not that is it trying to win right now if it was trying to win right now maybe we'd get some shooting in the offseason and we wouldn't spend our mid-level exception on a point guard who traditionally in his career hasn't really been able to shoot and hasn't been an upside shooter maybe we would have i don't know re-signed fred if that was the point if we were trying to win right now are we trying to blow it up I would certainly rather have four first-round picks in OG and Obi if we were trying to blow it up and trying to point to the future. Let me let me talk, give you just some stats on the team right now, right? Okay. First, let's just talk about Pascal Siakam. No stats. Pascal Siakam, the, t- the skill that we need him to develop the most, to get better at the most, is three-point shooting. Because we have gotten ourselves into a position where we're going to have one non-shooter in the lineup. Just guaranteed in the starting lineup in Jakob Pertl. And Scotty wasn't expected to make a jump at three-point shooting, but you know what? He is a good three-point shooter. So we have two good three-point shooters, OG and Scotty. Mm-hmm. And then Schroeder's passable. So Pascal's got to be at least passable. He's having the worst three-point shooting year of his career. He's a mm-hmm. non-shooter. He shoots 22% Damn. from three. Didn't know it was that bad. It, that's the long and short of it. He's six over his last 53s that he's taken. Damn. So he's 12% uh, like since the very beginning of the season. That's what we're talking about with Pascal. We're talking about I'd almost rather him be Ben Simmons. I'd almost rather him take none of them. Because you know what defenders can do? They can just go just take a seat in the front row when he's pumping <laughs> from three. And it doesn't matter. He's probably shooting fucking five for 100 in practice and warm up. I want to see him behind the arc and warm up and see how many of those he misses. Because how are you clanking that many shots and you're not even that contested out there? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder's been nice this year. Mm-hmm. Nice little mid-level exception. Very different stylistically wise than Fred Van Fleet, right? Yeah. But like, I don't know, like a point guard who probably takes a little too many shots in an offense that should be around Pascal and Scotty mm-hmm. is like an underrated playmaker, but not really the playmaker that the team needs. Not like a super high level playmaker, you know, a scrappy defender, but not really a super high level defender. That's both of those players. And like right. the price tags a lot. It's it's nice. It's nice that we're not paying it forty million for that. Mm-hmm. But like, it didn't work last year. So why are we bringing in another point guard who, outcome wise, it's the same thing? Right. What's what's the point of that? I what, do imagine less shots though than Fred. He still takes way too many shots. Yeah. yeah. On the broadcast yesterday, Matt Devlin was like, "Oh, like you know, like Schroeder." taking a few too many shots on this team. Right. And then he took another shot the next possession, and he did his little, like, uh. <laughs> like, Matt Devlin, like, groaned. When the home commentators are groaning when you're taking shots, right. you got to take less shots. Yeah, He's yeah. taking more shots than OG Ananobi. OG Ananobi is shooting 40% from three. Yeah. And 45% from the field. I don't think he needs to become, like, taking the most shots on our team. But I don't know. I feel like that player should be taking more shots than Dennis Schroeder, especially because, like, either we're going to trade him or he's going to be a big part of our team in the future in a way that, like, Schroeder is, like, not going to be right. a big part of our team in the future when we 
maybe one day in 50 years will be a good serious basketball team again. <laughs> Let's talk about some free throw shooting. OG shoots 61% from the free throw line. Gary wow. Trent Jr. shoots 59% from the free throw line. Yaka Pertl shoots 46% from the free throw line. Precious Achua shoots 56% from the free throw line. None of these guys attempt more than two free throws a game. How about we get to the line every once in a while? <laughs> Our starting center, Jakob Pertl, who only takes shots on the inside. Like... I get you don't shoot that well. Maybe you'd shoot better if you were in rhythm, took a few more of them. Right. OG Anobi, how are you taking less than two shots free at the free throw line throw. again? That yeah. means that you're getting fouled less than once on per like game. shooting attempts per right. game. That's crazy. You're OG Anobi. Mm-hmm. Like you're a multiple first round pick kind of guy. Let's talk about Precious Achua specifically. It's over for him. 44% from the field, 27% from three, 56% from the free throw line. He bobbles the ball every time it touches his hands. He can't yeah. dribble at the net. If he tries to rush up the floor, he almost never makes the right pass or just throws it into the third row. Yep. It's frustrating, and he's bad. End of story. That Kyle Lowry sign trade, we almost got nothing out of. Right. We just got to accept that. Thad Young doesn't play, and we dropped draft spots to grab him yeah. and got Christian Coloco as the second rounder, which is so far mm-hmm. a failure. Yeah, I haven't seen him play in a long time. All right. Let, let's talk about Jakob Pertl. Would sure be nice to have our own first in a year that we're not going to be good. Mm. Not going to be good, like, guaranteed. Like, this team's not going to make the playoffs. Right. So, like, what's the point of <laughs> trading the first for this team? It is a weak class. Mm-hmm. Malachi Flynn, nice year, right? Nice year. You want to know what a nice year looks like for Malachi <laughs> Flynn? Five points, two assists, two rebounds. Shooting 42% from the field, 35% from three, and 75% from the free throw line. That's a good year for Malachi Flynn. <laughs> Those are garbage stats. That is our backup point guard. And, like, allegedly we want to win this year because we didn't blow it up. Right. So, like, how about you, you grab a point guard in the offseason, Messiah? Because this is the best outcome from Malachi. Yeah. At yeah. least in my eyes. Like, this right. is the best he could have looked this year. We wrote him off yeah. earlier this year. He, and every time that we're on the podcast, we're like, you know, he's kind of been good. He's putting up 5-2-2. Two and 5-2-2. Two. <laughs> two, two two. Like, those are not backup point cards stats yeah. on even a bad team. Like, what other backup point guard is putting up fucking nothing off the bench? Mm-hmm. And he's not even efficient from the field. All right, Grady Dick, our first-round pick from this year. You know what Grady Dick shot from the field in three this year? 27%. In the NBA, in the NBA 27% <laughs> from the field, 24% from three. In four G League games, 32% from the field, 31% from three. Oh no! How about our uh, the player that we brought in to just shoot threes? Pretty much right. bad at everything on the floor. We talk about his offensive rebounding, but his offensive rebounding is like average level for somebody who's six seven. And I'm I like rave about it. <laughs> Maybe it's slightly above average, but yeah. it's not amazing. <laughs> also, in the G League, one assist to two point eight turnovers a game. Hmm, Damn. that's not fantastic that he's turning over the ball that much and he's not even trying to play make. Mm-hmm. He's basically a catch and shoot player who can't hang on to the ball. It's garbage. Or hit the three. Otto Borg Jr. You know where he sits in minutes played this season on our team? 12th. Whoa. You know who that's behind? Jalen McDaniels, who shoots 28% from the field and 18% from three. Yikes. Darko, um, I know it's a little tough sometimes making an NBA rotation in your first year, but how about you play the guy who's like a solid vet over the guy who's straight up cheeks. Yeah. Straight up ass. Yeah, I mean, like, like we're, we're bottom seven in offense. And you would think our defense would make up for that, but we're 14th in defense. We're middle of the road at best. At right. best. The best version of this team this year goes 40 and 42. And we're, we shoot 33.9% from three in a league that is obviously moving towards three-point shooting. Mm. A team that obviously needed more three-point shooting. And we didn't add any in the offseason. We added Grady Dick, who shoots 22% from three at an NBA level. We... Our second worst in the league in free throw percentage. We can't shoot from freaking anywhere. Mm-hmm. And this is just a long way of saying, like, we can shoot at the rim pretty good. <laughs> a long way of saying. <laughs> I, I love the Toronto Raptors. When the Raptors play, they, like, I spend most of my day thinking about the Raptors game. It's the highlight of my day. And mm-hmm. I, like, 
very much look forward to it. I look forward to it days in advance. As soon as the game is over, I start looking forward to the next game. And I am a sucker. I'm a chump. <laughs> I'm a fucking dumbass, bro. Let me let me just for the Raptors sections of our podcast, for anybody who listens to our garbage podcast about a garbage ass team, let me just give you some advice right now. If you watch every Raptors game, stop it. Just prioritize your mental health. If you don't watch every Raptors game, I'm just gonna tell you about every game for the rest of the season. We're gonna win one every once in a while. It's gonna be like, oh nice, like sick. And then we're gonna lose two, three games that we just are losing from basically the beginning to the end. We're going to go down 15 points in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring it within five in the second half, and we're never actually going to tie up the game. And we've been doing that for fucking years, man. <laughs> when we lost in 2020 to Boston in Game 7, I turned to you, and I was like, our title window is done. And since that season, we had a garbage season in Tampa. We were yeah. garbage the first half of the season with Scotty Barnes. Really good the second half of that season. We were mid to bad last year, and we're mid to bad this year. That's four years where we got half a year of a good basketball team. Right. Half a year of a genuinely enjoyable basketball team. And, like, I get Masai won the championship in Toronto, helped us win the championship. One of the biggest pieces of it. But it is poverty franchise shit to just let your team ride off of that for years. I don't give a fuck about whatever stupid bullshit you're doing in Africa, whatever stupid bullshit humanitarianism shit you want to do. If you want to go do that, go do that. And don't be the GM of our team. Because obviously this man threw his phone out years ago for trades, letting everyone walk away in free agency and fucking signing garbage. None of our second round picks hit, which sure... All right, I guess like second round picks aren't always supposed to hit, yeah, but you know, like fine. like good organizations, you hit maybe one every four years, maybe one every three years. You get one every once in a while, or an undrafted player, or like right. anything, a late first rounder. The only draft pick that we've hit on in the past four years is the fourth overall pick. I should hope <laughs> you should hit on the fourth overall pick. You get the whole draft to look at, except for three players. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's mind boggling how mid to bad this team is. And we fucking watch them every game and go through this whole charade of, like, we th- we have only won nine games this year. We're like 9-11, 9-12, whatever. Three of those wins are against Washington, Detroit, and San Antonio. And we have to come back from 20 down to both San Antonio <laughs> and Washington. We, we tried our hardest to lose those games, but they're better at tanking than we are. Because every team is better at something than we are. We're not the best at anything. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to say you want Zach Levine? Is this what you've been getting at this whole time? That the Bulls and Zach are finally saying that they're parting ways? Is this what you're calling Masai to do? <laughs> at least I would fucking... If we traded for Zach Levine, at least I have solace in knowing that we pay Masai to do fucking something. True. Bro. To do fucking anything. Right. Anything. <laughs> like, show a heartbeat. Show some care. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to hear this bullshit. Next time we win three games in a row, I'm taking you guys out to dinner. How about we fucking win games? Because that's the fucking point of being a professional sports team. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think the biggest uh, the the biggest ingredients is what you're saying about Masai, and it's actually you are right, and it's ridiculous that uh, it's literally every single uh, off season and every trade deadline we're we're always brought up all the time. People want Pascal, people want OG, and people have been giving us really good offers for him, and for some reason we're not doing it. And uh, I mean, Scotty's been good. Uh, this is what they were waiting for, and it's clearly not enough. You, but, and you, yeah, I mean, you're and you're also right on the three point shooting. In that, I feel like we have good players, but it just doesn't make sense. Like Schroeder's been good, it just doesn't make sense on our team. And Pascal's a really good player, but it just doesn't make sense. Like with the pieces we have, and Pirtle, Pirtle, same same thing. Um. I don't Man, blame if, them. If, if only we had a few years of sample size to know that Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes don't play well together on the same court. <laughs> it's too small of a sample size. Give it another three, four years to try it out to see if those skill sets match. The two guys <laughs> who do the exact same fucking shit on the court and have basically the same weaknesses. True. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. I mean, Boston's basically the only team that has actually pulled that off. Like, the Clippers can't do, couldn't do it. The Lakers couldn't do it with Westbrook. Yeah, it, you just you need players that do different things, and the only problem with the point guard, and especially the one thing, is we really should not have re-signed Fred. That was a good choice, uh, but 
In Classic Maasai, the best decision he made was the non-decision, which, because all he does is make non-decisions. Um, yeah, I think you about nailed it. I like that. That's all the Raptors. Also, That's all the I Raptors can't believe this is going to be negative. <laughs> I want to read what text did you send me. I was like, oh man, you're hyped about something. You're like, I am ready to fucking cook. Got some heat in the chamber. And you, you cooked. You cooked. That's just not what I was expecting. <laughs> Bro, I was like, I'm going to let you guys in on the inside. I like, I have just finished day six of six days working in a row, so I was already, like, you know, a little squirrely <laughs> today, you know, a little unhappy, you know, right, ready for the weekend, and I was just thinking, like, holy shit, we, like, <laughs> how many teams, and I watch a lot of different teams, and how many teams are genuinely, like, a worse watch than the Toronto Raptors? Well, there's the bottom eight teams. There's, Detroit is a worse watch, Memphis, Wizards. Washington, yeah. Portland, I'd say San Antonio. I, sure, we'll throw San Antonio in there. Chicago. I personally don't like watching the Jazz either. The Jazz. So there's like seven teams that are worse watched than us. Mm-hmm. And I watch every fucking game. Why? <laughs> Why do I do this? Why do I do this? We don't want our first fucking round pick this year, man. And like, it's top six protected, so we could just trade everything. We should have traded last year when everything had more value. There's no way we get three firsts for a Well, he's expiring now. <laughs> he's oh literally up for a contract. Oh, God, man. I don't think we trade him at this offseason because we need to resign him. Unless we can't re-sign him. If we don't re-sign him, like you said at the beginning of the year, that it was a, that would be a travesty. And it, that's true. But, like, if we can re-sign him, we can then flip him for, like, the asses we were getting before. But he's literally an expirer. If, Any if, team that trades for him is getting for half a year. Especially Pascal, who's dead-ass set. I will not re-sign with whatever team I get traded to. If we re-sign him, we can just run back the same roster for the next five or six years and just be the fucking Indiana Pacers from a couple years ago. Remember when the Indiana Pacers traded DeMontis Sabonis, the player that was keeping them mid every year for a younger player to, you know, like actually just retool the rebuild the team from scratch? Right. That, right. Or that really didn't work out for them, did it? That well, really didn't work out for them. Yeah, it was much better when they had two dudes who played their start two that played the same position yeah that was sick when they had two dudes that did the exact same stuff <laughs> it's definitely not like the dude who did the same stuff as the who they kept on their team hasn't been noticeably better since <laughs> and basically they breathe new life has been really nice. <laughs> oh man i mean if we could get tyrese halliburton i'll fucking any team would take that that they kind of robbed the, the, the Kings a little bit, but the Kings have also been nice. Actually, the Kings are another great example of the exact same situation. <laughs> yeah, like, like if you're just a mid-to-bad team and fucking trade one of your players, you know, for just a completely different different vibe, so you don't have two of the players doing the <laughs> fucking same thing! Why am I doing some overlapping skills? Why? Why? Why, man? <laughs> Why are we like this? Why don't we just trade for Sabonis and bring in Julius Randle? We don't why, need- why don't we just and bring in Lowry Markkinen? Let's start Lowry Markkinen, Julius Randle, Pascal Siakam, Scotty's our one. Scotty's our one of that. And, and, and DeMontis Sabonis. Sabonis can be our one. I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> I don't think we can afford that. Their contracts are too big for that. I do love the idea. I love where your head's at. <laughs> Messiah is li- listening to this, jotting shit down. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like, he's like, jotting shit down, and then going right back to fucking napping while his phone's <laughs> ringing, and he's just sleep. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh, have you been enjoying the in-season tournament? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Tyrese is nice, eh? You, you what, said he's what, a big game player. Where did we go in the NCC tournament 0 4? Uh, no, no, I think we won one. Did we? Nice. I think so. Nice. <laughs> nice. We're like that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but real talk, Tyrese Halliburton. He's on the stage now, man. He's ascended. <laughs> he's ascended to like genuine superstar, 
And, like, that Pacers team's really fun to watch. But they need yeah. to bring in, like, a second dude for him uh, to, like, really go where they got to go. But that's – you can think about that in the future. This is the stepping stone. The, right. Yeah, this is, like, Sacramento last year or even Cleveland kind of last year where it's, like, you know, like, let's let this group We're ride. Yeah, put together, and then like once we get pretty good, we can like add some extra extra <laughs> shit to it, you know. Add the add the last piece, not the last, but like the next piece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you even nailed it. You you were saying he has big game potential, and I think he had is it his career high? Definitely like w- one of the best games he's ever played. Yeah, triple double, right? Like he's probably the second best offensive player in the league. Mm, he no, probably just Jokic and Curry. I think it's Jokic and Halliburton. No. Halliburton, a- Halliburton hasn't turned the ball over in months. And he averages <laughs> like 12 assists a game. I know. He, yeah. Is he still 50-40-90 also? Yeah, he's 50-40-90 with like the best assist to turnover ratio <laughs> in the league. What more do you He want? might be the best offensive player in no, the league. No, he's not. Not even close. Jokic is a different beast. Ty- Tyrese is the closest you can get. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he, he is so fucking good. He he's unreal. He can't defend for shit. No, he's really really good. He tries. He, yeah, he, he was getting picked on in the first half, and then the second half it seemed like he's uh he's he's doing he was holding his own at least a little bit. Yeah, uh, he's just so good, and like the, that team is fun, and I'm like They're beating, so fun. beating and Boston, they love Milwaukee, it. like two like really tough teams. Yeah, it's awesome for them. <laughs> it's great. It's really really good. I'm happy for their fans. <laughs> Um, also, Pacers is a sick name for people for a team that plays this fast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're literally the Pacers. Yeah, Pacers. It's like the second. Like Trailblazers might be the best name in the league for a team that plays this fast. True. Pacers are second best. Yeah, that's a good point. Pistons are good too. There's a lot of yeah, really good Pistons fast teams. Sick, you yeah. know? Like Rockets. Rockets. Rockets is even like Hawks is pretty good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. Well, have, did you see Paolo yesterday? The his game or his quote? Uh, the game. Oh yeah, the, he played great yesterday. He had what forty two? I think so. In a loss though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let me let me pull it up. I actually watched a pretty decent amount of that. Pretty good amount of that game. Oh, I don't know. Um. Jalen got hurt pretty early on, and that like made oh, me a damn. little bit sad. Looked That's like your guy. Knee injury. I know, man. I love Jalen Suggs. <laughs> I genuinely love Jalen Suggs. He's like one of my like favorite. Like players who's not after in the league. Um, what do you think about having a career night in a loss? It's whatever. Um, it's kind of whatever, especially when you're on a bad team like that. Yeah. Also, like, uh, oh no, if like if your career night isn't above fifty, I kind of sleep. True. True. Well, I have. Uh, a list of 69 players nice. uh, from this is from sportingnews.com and mm-hmm. this is this is actually made uh, in February uh, February 27th of this year so mm-hmm. it's a little out of date but it, it was nice because they actually show if the team went won or lost which is important all the other like stat news wouldn't show that mm-hmm. so, and I'm not like I'm not fucking searching all these individually um so out of 69 career highs uh, some of the players some players on this list hit their career high Multiple times. So some of them have both wins and losses. Cool. Um, but it's actually, it was more losses than I expected personally. Uh, the total is, do you want to guess? So it's out of 69, I'll give you a hint. Uh, you can take away two. There's two people on this list who have both losses and wins in their career high. Okay. And then, so out of the last 67, how many do you think were in losses? 25. Oh, okay. You you even went actually a little higher than it actually is. 21. Oh, nice. Devin Booker dropped 70 in like a 20-point loss. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. He dropped 70. He's actually... And these are only active players. Uh, oh, okay. Or at least active as of last year. I don't think cool. Kemba's on any team. Uh, and Dwight is definitely not. But active, at least recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Sexually active in Dwight's case. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. He's probably so happy for Josh Giddy for taking all the news <laughs> away from him. <laughs> so look at be, that, look at that. Being happy about the Josh Giddy news is crazy. <laughs> I honestly the most upset person might be the club owner. That club is gonna get fucking sued. The facts, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, I feel like that's pretty good context. I can... It's a. It's somewhat forgivable if you meet her in a club. Yeah. You it's, expect it, it's them somewhat, to be of age. My only counterpoint is if you've seen a picture of the girl, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, like, I come know. on, man. <laughs> yeah, she looks like she's, like, 13. Yeah. Um. There's some cool ones here. Do you want to... Here, I'll give you some interesting ones. And then uh, you just... I'll just start listing a player and you tell me... Uh, We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll 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 just go through this together. Um, one cool thing: Jimmy Butler, uh, career high. Do you know what? Is, do you have any idea what his career high is? Like, this is regular season or playoffs? It's both, but almost all these are regular season. I've noted the ones that are the playoffs. Oh, okay. Uh, Jimmy Butler career high, uh, forty-five, fifty-three. Damn. While he was on the Bulls versus the Process Sixers, a nice. team he would then end up going to. Um, on that same note, uh, Vucevic had his career high against the Bulls. Oh, wow. Well, he had it, he, he's done it twice, but, uh, uh, oh, also Butler in a W. Uh, Vucevic, do you know what his career high is, roughly? Poochie man? Yeah. Um, I don't know, like 44? Almost perfect, 43. Nice. And yeah, literally weeks before it gets straight into the Bulls was, um. Against the Bulls? It was against the Bulls. Damn, they were like, yo, this guy's crazy. <laughs> we cannot stop this guy. We need to figure out a way to get him over here. Um, yeah. right, do you know what... High-key disastrous trade, though. Yeah, for real, actually. Um, they got them to Mar, though, so it depends how much you factor that in. Yeah, but they like never won a playoff series with that team. Yeah. And like Franz Wagner is going to be like a really good player in the league for the next like True. 15 years. Like he just would have fit their timeline more. Like you don't yeah. need to blow it up if you have Franz instead of Right. Mar. Right. And Vuz. Yeah. Vuj. But uh, yeah, then you have Wendell Carter. Uh, KD's career high. I feel like it's like low key lower than you would think. It's it lower than you think. It's, it's like 53. Yeah, 55. Uh, it was a loss, actually. KD joins the Apollo Club of career high and a loss. His was with the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, wow. Uh, on that note, do you know Kyrie's career high? Is it higher or lower than KD's? KD was 55. Um, is it? I'll give you a hint. Kyrie's was also with the Nets. Something tells me it was against the Magic, deadass. Is it 54? No, he's actually higher. 60. Oh, wow. In a what? In a W. Also crazy. It was in the vaccine year. It was the year he oh, played like no games. I think it <laughs> so, was against the Magic. Okay. I remember so he just had, So he just had hell of rest. So yeah. Um. Oh, this one's kind of cool. Do you know Andre Iguodala's career high? <laughs> like thirty nine. <laughs> uh, you, you're giving him too much love. Thirty four. Yeah. <laughs> was a W though. Versus... Oh yeah, because we did the whole thirty five. Like who's got thirty five oh, right, or and more? He, never... and he was not on that list. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh, but. 34 career high W versus LeBron's Cavs. No he, way. he turns up when he's facing LeBron. Facts. Finals MVP, Andre Goodall. First ballot. <laughs> uh, no, he's not first ballot. <laughs> uh, you might know this one. I don't know. This is a tough one. Do you know Kyle Lowry's career high? Kyle Lowry. Uh, 47? Uh, no. Uh, 43. In a loss versus LeBron's Cavs. So, <laughs> which is fitting. He gets his career high in a W yeah. versus LeBron's cows. Kyle gets his in a loss. Um, oh, this one's kind of cool. DeJounte Murray's career high? He's, he's not that old, so can't be too, too crazy. I'm trying to think if he's ever dropped 50. Probably not. 42? Pretty close. 39. Loss against his former team, the Hawks. Trey outscored him. Trey had oh, 44 wow. that game. <laughs> uh, can't beat him. <laughs> can't beat him, join him. It's the KD. Uh, dude, I swear someone else got outscored by Trey uh, on this list. No, nope, can't find it. Well, Trey's on the list. Uh, do you know Trey's career high? Uh, 57. Wow, really close. 56. Wow. Also a loss. He's in the Apollo Club. Anthony Simons had 43. Oh, game. wow. And... and to beat him. When is I Infinity Simons coming back? <laughs> I've I don't give a fuck about Portland <laughs> literally at all. I just care about their trade pieces. True. Yeah, they they Brock Brock and go. yeah. Uh oh this one's kinda cool. Uh do you know Ben Simmons career high? Uh 38. 42. Against the Utah Jazz. 
Uh, I don't actually have who's facing. Oh my god, how do you not have the people he's facing only for the people where I, I think I'm, I know? I'm typing these into Excel. It's such a pain in the ass to type all this out. <laughs> so, like, I just write the number, L or W, and then if it's something cool. But there is a note. I do have something cool. He was 12 for 13 from the free throw line. Oh, wow. He was hit, when Ben Simmons hits his free throws, he's a beast. Uh, do you want to guess D-Rose career high? Uh, 50. Perfect. Um, yep. Halloween night, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves versus... Do you know a year? Uh, I forget who they're playing. Or yeah. Like roughly what year? Uh, 20... 2018. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, 2019. But pretty oh, close. true. But yeah, way after his MVP season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way after. I remember watching that game. That was that's like one of the, like the most memorable games I've ever watched. You oh that was sick. You just had it on the whole way through. Uh, I watched like the end of it when he was getting close to fifty. I was at a bar after playing basketball by myself. Oh, sick. Didn't drop after quite, dropping fifty. Didn't, it didn't quite drop fifty. <laughs> uh, I remember we went to the bar and I was like looking up and there was like the T Wolves playing whoever. Uh, and I was like, he was like forty seven, <laughs> like late in the game. I was like, what the fuck? And a fun fact, he gets the game winning block that game. Oh, that's yeah. Sick. There was like a last second play. They throw it to like the like basically like the Dirk spot, like right nice. on the baseline. Forget who it is, but he swats the shit out of that for the game winning block. That's like it, it was against the T Wolves. You said it, it was for the T Wolves. I forgot oh, it was who he was playing. The yeah, gotcha. Uh, this one's kind of cool. More of the story. The note is cool. Uh, do you know Kevin Love's career high? With Minnesota. Um, well, it's of his career that he was with Minnesota. 50? Close. 51. Also a loss. He's in the Paulo Club. Unfortunately, it was a loss because Westbrook had 45 and KD had 40. Damn. <laughs> College roommate, Russell Westbrook. True. Yeah, yeah. They're boys. They're boys. Um, hmm. Oh, this was the other one. Uh, do you know Levine's career high? 52? Uh, you shouldn't have said the two. 50. Oh, wow. Is that the game literally this year, like a, a month ago? No, no, no. This list is from February. Oh, so true. Okay. I, it might be so up. he's probably being at that. What right, did he, he drop earlier this year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the first person to get 50 this year, right? Yeah. Um, also, this was the other one. A, a loss. And this is another one similar to Murray where Trey had 42. Trey had 44 against Murray. Trey just turns up when the other team is the career high. Uh, do you know the Kings career high? Um, 61. Nice. Do you know who was against? The Charlotte Hornets. Or Bobcats. Bobcats. Man. Good shit. Very good. Very good. Well, yeah, back in Miami. Do you so know- apparently, mm-hmm. like, a week before that, some, like, talking head was like, oh, you know, like, like LeBron you know, doesn't score like these other dudes. And LeBron was like, bro, if I took, like, if I took 25, 30 shots a game, like, KD, I would have those kinds of stats. <laughs> and everyone was like, cap. And then his only game that he took more than 30 shots that season, he had 61. <laughs> Damn, that was sick. Yeah. That's sick. Actually, the GOAT. Uh, do you know Drew Holiday's career high? Two. Um, <laughs> a little higher than 37. That. 41. This might be the most impressive career high on this list. 41 in a W, a series-clenching win over the Blazers. Oh, wow. Back in New Orleans? <laughs> yeah, back in New Orleans. Bro, he... It was so good in that series. So was AD, right? Yeah. That's yeah, a gross them. defensive team. Yeah. Well, they're just a good team in general. Like, they had Rondo. They had Boogie. Well, Boogie was hurt. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah, damn. Rondo after the Celtics or before? After. After the Celtics. Okay. Um, do you know Luca's career high? Uh, 55. 60 and a W. Do you want to get also a triple double? Also a 60, 20, and 10 triple double. <laughs> Jesus. Man, if I had him on fantasy. Remember when you bet for him to get a triple double in a game? Dude, literally, like that's when I first got the betting app and he had not had a triple double and it was a boosted thing and it hit and like I made so much money. Still like, living off that I this still day. am <laughs> living off that money. I'm not deposited more money. <laughs> That hard game. We were also at a party, and I remember I was not at all watching the game. And I looked at the betting app, and then I was like, holy shit, and I lost yeah. my mind. It was like 1 a.m. <laughs> like, ever, like, most people were, like, gone. I remember there was, like, five people in the main room, and you were just, like, popping off. <laughs> oh, actually, sorry. Can we actually pause this for one sec? 
Sorry about that. Had to take a phone call. Business call. This guy's making fucking <laughs> money moves. Um, okay, let's go. With, I think this is the last one that I have any notes for. I have also a bunch of just random ones, but um, actually, no, I have two that I have notes for. Um, what do you think Middleton's career high is? Uh, 45. 51. And it was a oh, W. Wow. And Beal at 47. He was oh, dueling oh, Brad wow. Beal that game. Nice. Um, and then the final thing that might be, oh, actually, no, there's another one I should cover. I can't believe I missed this one. Uh, we'll go, do you know Zion's career high? Oh, 41? Close, 43. And it was a W and it was a one point win. But this nice. was, Zion was the end of the list. It was alphabetically, so I didn't have, I couldn't be bothered to write more than just one point win. So I have no, I can't give you any more information <laughs> Um, wait, do I? Oh, there he is. Uh, do you know Kawhi Leonard's career high? Uh, 47. Really close. 45, and he's done it three times, but he's not part of the both club. He's all W's in his career high. <laughs> nice. One was a regular season with us against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Two are in the playoffs. One was with us against the Bucks, I believe game three. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one was with the Clippers against the Mavs. Oh, I I remember that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all phenomenal ones. That was one of the those like where like Luca was kind of cooking the yeah. first part of the series, and then Kawhi was just like, "All right, I'm guarding him." Yeah, this is not <laughs> happening anymore. Yeah, actually, Kawhi was fucking balling, and that was it. Was also such a weird time because we're and then the Clippers were always losing the second round, but like to like a decent ish team. Like they, didn't they lose the Nuggets or whatever? Yeah, and blew uh, a three one lead to the Nuggets. Right. Yeah, the Nuggets came back from two three one leads in a row. Yeah. Uh, and we, yeah, remember you, I think we've said on the podcast, uh, where you're like, the Clippers and Mavs are just so weird. Like we, because they only face each other, like, are they good or are they bad? <laughs> but I think they're pretty good. At least back then. I don't yeah. Think, I don't think, uh, Clips are as good anymore. Nope. Well, <laughs> they've both been to a conference finals in the past, I don't know, three, four years. Yeah, true. That's not bad. All right. Uh, let's play a little game. Uh, looking at these, mm-hmm. who of these following players has the highest career high? Jarrett Allen, Andre Drummond, or Draymond Green, or Rudy Gobert? Uh, I'm gonna say Draymond. Uh, no, actually, Draymond is uh, a 31. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there's two people that I said that are ahead of him? Oh wow. Yeah, Drummond at 33 is ahead of him. And then uh, the... Wait, where the hell? And then uh, Gobert actually has the highest career high of all those people. 35. Wow. Big dub. Um, yeah, there's some cool ones here. Do you know Blake Griffin's career high? Uh, no, he dropped 50. I'm going to say 50. Yeah, <laughs> you did know <laughs> with, that. Uh, with the Pistons, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I didn't have any notes for that one. Do you know Harden's career high? 60, flat? 61. Oh, I do okay. believe he has a 60-point triple-double. Yeah, he does. Which is cracked. Um, oh, uh, obviously, you said earlier, D-Buck, part of the Paolo Club, mm-hmm. in his career high, 70 points in a loss. Who are the only two people on this list that have more than D-Buck? It should be pretty obvious. They happened last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donovan Mitchell and Damian Lillard. Yep. Both Ws. Yeah. I wonder if there's anybody all-time. That has more than uh, 70 in a loss. Yeah, I, sh- I should have double-checked that. I know Wilt, I think, has the first and second oh, most, okay. most points. Also, uh, Donovan Mitchell, I think, has the second most points in a playoff loss, or the most. Oh, he dropped dude. 57 oh, the in, in the yeah, that Nuggets series where he's dueling Jamal. Yeah, that was so sick. Yeah. Those were the good old days. Back when back when uh, Mitchell was actually a good playoff player. <laughs> uh, do you know which Raptor has uh, the most points of franchise history in a single game? Because they're on the list. Uh, Fred Van Vliet versus the Orlando Magic, 54 points. Uh, that's right. Um, is it 54 or 52? I thought it was 54 because I think Pascal dropped 52 last year against the Knicks. I don't know why I can't. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. 54. Yeah, yeah. And what did you say Pascal was? 52 against the Knicks last year. Nailed it. You do watch the Raptors. <laughs> you're right. We were actually at Chuck's when uh, Pascal was dropped 50 on the Knicks. I oh, remember nice. that. 
And I did not watch the Fred Van Fleet 50 point. It, it was like a movie night. My family was like, let's have a movie night. And I was uh. like, oh, we're playing the bum ass magic. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. And I checked the box afterwards. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, who do you think has uh, more points in their career high? Um, Kemba mm-hmm. or CP? I'm going to say CP. No, actually, Kemba kind of kills him. Kemba has a 60-point loss. Oh, wow. <laughs> and CP has dropped 43 twice, both with the Hornets. Oh, uh, nice. he's, he's, one of, he's one of the two boats. Oh, okay. Let me give you the other both. Oh, it's your guy, De'Aaron Fox, 44. Oh, wow. Good. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. List. So, I was, because I was like, damn, bro, what a waste of the Paolo game, like, to lose like that. I was also... Low-key, thinking of that about the OG game. OG was fucking balling yesterday. Facts. Uh, I was like, what a waste of such a good game. And, and Embiid almost lost yesterday against the fucking Wizards. I know, and then he had, he had to drop 50. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I feel like he knew he was going to win. I only was watching the highlights because it was going on. Well, it started earlier in the Ralphs, but um, it was going on at the same time. But yeah, I remember looking at the score and I was like, oh my god, the Sixers are going to lose this game? And then like, Embiid just like, but like watching the highlights, like Embiid like was taunting like crazy. He gets a tech for doing like the suck it, like over and over and over. Such uh, a clown. Troel. <laughs> Troel. Or no, was it the suck it? I think he does that, but he doesn't get it. To, he like, he does some, oh no, you know what he does? He scores and then the ball's rolling out of, like towards his end, like not towards the out of bounds. And he's, like, he bends over, like, he's going to pick it up, and then he just walks with it. And, like, just, like, sits there for, like, five seconds, like, just, like, his hands, like, above the ball, just walking. <laughs> and then he gets a tech word. Like, he's just trolling them. Joel's funny, man. He is a, a funny, funny guy. Ass, dude. It also makes it so sweet when we when we beat him. Facts. And we, we all airplane on him and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he still gets booed in Toronto. We Justifiably so. Yeah. I feel like he gets booed a lot, though. Yeah, he gets booed in a lot of arenas. This is what happens when you have a loud mouth. Yeah. You know? It's the way she goes. I think a, a lot of dudes, it fires them up. It's the KG. Yeah, for sure. It definitely fires them beat up. Yeah. Maybe not in the playoffs, but in the regular <laughs> season, it for sure does. Um, that's all I had, though. Perfect. Well, we can get into our final segment of this... Uh, mm, a little update. Uh, of, this, of this podcast. Of our where, bet. Yeah, we have our $50 bet for uh, the win you totals. Bet. Where we took... <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Where we took 15 teams each, and the and the win total at the end of the season, whoever has more, uh, uh, wins gets 50 bucks, which is huge. Yeah. Let me figure out the total. It's what 15. There's 15 times 82 is the total number games. of games in the season. So it'd be seven and a half times 82 for the whole. So 574 plus uh, like 615 is the total they have to make it to. Yeah, twelve twelve thirty, or and then divided yeah, six, by two. Yeah, so yeah six fifteen. Six fifteen. So for, race to six sixteen, I guess. Right. Uh, I should write that on here. That's actually really. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one hundred and sixty two wins so far. Okay. Uh, you have one hundred and forty five. So I have a seventeen. Oh, win not as bad as I thought. Oh yeah. damn. Okay. I thought I was. I thought I sold the fuck out of the draft by taking uh, Memphis. I. I gotta rewatch the episode. Or do you have it in order of our picks? Uh, I can get it in order of our picks because I know the like the way that we did it. Okay. Yeah, because I know I was me first and then Serpentine. So me and then two for me and then two for me. And did I, I take them before you took the Nuggets? I'm gonna. We're gonna talk about the whole list. Okay. We're gonna talk about. Uh, I have a plus or a minus amount of wins next to it, which is basically like. Whatever position we took them in, I take the team that is actually in that position for win total in the season, and then where you are compared to that. All right. Okay, so you so started with the I, Celtics first, yeah, which but is like a, Orlando's actually first. No, it's Minnesota. Oh, I have Minnesota's a, I have a negative first. negative one on Boston because Boston's the second team. No, because they have one less win than Minnesota. Oh, understood. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I lost. You're comparing the wins to the team that's actually in that. Team. Yeah. Okay. Got so, it. so I lost one win by taking the Celtics. Which is fine. Celtics, no, Celtics are fine. I'm happy with that as of the first course. pick. Second pick, you took Milwaukee. You're even on wins. Taking Milwaukee with the second pick. Okay. Uh, third pick, you took Phoenix, which you're three wins down on. But I think once That's they get, bad. I think once they get healthy, they'll come back up and be yeah. pretty. The fact that they're even only three wins back know, in the third like team, is, and they've had that many injuries, is like whatever. Fourth, I took. Uh, Cleveland, or no, fourth I took Denver, which I'm even on wins okay. for. Fifth I took Cleveland, which I'm two wins down on. But I feel like, who knows with them, like the two wins they is could go yeah, they could go either way. 
Sixth, you took the Memphis Grizzlies, which you're seven wins down on, are one quarter of the way through the season, which tracks up to 28 wins lost <laughs> over the whole season. Yikes. Um, that is by far Wait, the biggest. Is Jock coming back soon? Uh, yeah, like five games, maybe? Four we're we're games? about 20 games in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I think even with Jaw back, it's like that. But it'll help. It'll, it'll help. But, <laughs> but like... You were taking a bit of a wild swing with John missing that much time by picking them uh, that high. But you know what? Sixth pick, whatever. Uh, seventh, you took uh, Philadelphia, which you are even on uh, nice. with that pick. Eighth, I took the Lakers, which I'm even on. Okay. Uh, ninth, I took Minnesota, which I've gained four wins on. That looks like a really good pick. That they're going to be better pick. than the ninth best team in the league by the end of yeah, the season. Certainly. Granted, Almost they're healthy. Certainly. Uh yeah, which I'm very happy. Although we were both pretty high on them, I think yeah. I remember on the podcast you were pretty pissed when I took. Oh them yeah, yeah, yeah. And I so, do remember like, that. Yeah, that was about to pick them. Uh, tenth, you took the Hawks, which you've lost three wins on. Okay. I think you're gonna end up losing on that one by the end of the season. So. I don't think that's one that's gonna normalize. They, nope. I was also kind of high on them, so like you know we're both kind of wrong on that yeah. one. Uh, eleventh, you took uh the Pelicans, who you're even on right now, but I think you'll I'll be better that. at by the end of the season. I think mm-hmm. that they're ascendant with all their players healthy now. Yeah, with CJ back for sure. Twelfth, I took the Knicks, which I'm even on. Good pick. Thirteenth, I took Sacramento, which I'm one game down on. But if Fox stays healthy the rest of the season, I'm sure I'll get right. Up to, yeah, I'll get up that, to even that on stretch where he was gone. Uh, what number was that? that I just said six, seven, thirteen. That was thirteen. Fourteenth, you took the Warriors, which you are two wins down on. And honestly, that's looking tough. Fourteenth was already like kind of low for like <laughs> what we thought. Like the thing right. is, is like we thought they'd be a better playoff team than regular season. Right. I think that they're just bad. Bad in general. Fifteenth, you took the Dallas Mavericks, which you're even on. Okay. Sixteenth, uh, I took the Clippers, which I'm one win down on. Uh, and I think we'll see. Like it's they can a, really go either that, way. Yeah, that's a good range for them. Seventeenth, I took OKC, which I am two wins up on. Wow, uh, I can't believe they let them fall that far. But I can't believe I, I took two. them. I feel like you're higher on them than mm-hmm. I am. Um, eighteenth, you took Indiana, which you're two wins up on. Nice, that's good. That's a really good pick at eighteen, especially because nineteenth you took Chicago, which you're <laughs> two wins down on. True, that's tough. Uh, 20th, I took the Heat, which I'm three wins up on. Uh, we both pick. were pretty like, uh, with Miami. Yeah. Even on to early in the season. I remember when we were talking about things we were wrong about. It was kind of like, uh-oh. Yes. Um, but, like, they've just been good. Yeah. 21st, I took the Toronto Raptors, which I'm even on. Worst team in the league. Uh, 22nd, <laughs> uh, you took the Utah Jazz, which you're two wins down on. Uh, I think, I think we just kind of thought they'd be similar to last year. Yeah. We should have just looked at their roster because, right. like, they're playing about what their roster is. But, exactly. like, because they were surprising last year. It was like, ah, oh, maybe they'll do it right. again. Now they're on the scouting report. Uh, your next pick was actually really good. You took the Brooklyn Nets, which your three wins up on at 23rd. They nice. are, they've been uh, as good as they were. Yeah. Mikel just had a game winner. Yeah. They, they've been really good Isn't this year. I think so. Crazy day. They're a team that you can't just look at the roster for. They yeah. feel like they played better than the sum of their parts. That's true. Uh, where are we? 24th, I believe. We were on the Nets. 24th, I took the Orlando Magic 7th last, and I'm 7 wins up oh out there. God. That is the And steal. only 20 games? You're yeah, so it's a 28-win up. up pace on what we would have expected. Damn. Uh, the 7th worst team in the league is... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6... Is the Utah Jazz right now. <laughs> so we thought they would be 7-14 and 14 at this point, Orlando. But they flipped that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're 14 and 7. Wow. Uh, and I think it will normalize a little bit, but right. not that much. Yeah. I, I think that's the, the best value pick of the draft. Facts. Although, we're coming up on a really uh, value pick for you. After I say I took the Blazers, uh, where, where even are we at this point? <laughs> 26? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Look at my left. 6. 6th last. So the 25th pick. Yeah. Uh, who are even. Like, we're... I was okay. like, they're going to be the best of the bad teams, and they just are. They're because right. like I heard a lot of people early in the season being like, they could be the worst team in basketball. Right? They're like not as bad as like the really bad teams, but they're bad. They deserve to be down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you took. But you'd expect them to get worse because they're, they're probably going to trade pieces. But yeah. the teams below them are still going to be worse. Than, like Detroit, Rockets, Rockets are uh, above them. Oh, you already like, said the them. No, like I haven't said them yet. They're the oh. only team that is a plus. Like oh, actually, that is, left. Okay. is better than them that we didn't pick. That oh, that's what you were hinting at. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Must have picked them. Uh, then 
Charlotte with you, which you took with the fifth last pick, twenty sixth, who are even. Okay. And then at twenty seven, you took the Houston Rockets, who are three wins up on that. Nice, nice. At twenty eight, with the third last pick, I took Detroit, and I've still lost a game on picking them <laughs> third last. Second last, I took San Antonio, uh, who I'm even on. And with the last pick, the Washington Wizards fell to you, which you were one win, win up on because they nice. beat the Detroit Pistons in the one game. And I remember Huge. at the time. You said, uh, I'm happy with this team because I think that uh, San Antonio is actually going to be worse than them, which you were right that I shouldn't have let Washington fall to you. But wrong wrong about the team. Yeah, wrong team. Nice. Uh, But yeah, like the the only two teams that we were really wrong on are Memphis and Orlando. Right, but we we each picked different, and mine was a huge L and yours is a huge W. Yeah. Minnesota also we let fall a little too far. Right. Uh for for uh my team. Um Brooklyn you mentioned a little bit. Yeah, like, Heat. Yeah, Heat. Uh Houston is like the big one for you. I mean like right. you took Houston pretty late and like yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bit of a that kind of a steal. Pacers, who who ended up getting the Pacers? I did, right? Uh yeah, you did. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, your biggest uh Pluses. Your biggest pluses are are Houston plus three, Brooklyn plus three, and Indiana plus two. My wow. biggest pluses are Orlando plus seven, uh, Minnesota plus four, and Miami plus three. Damn. Uh, your biggest minuses are Memphis minus seven, Ugh. Phoenix minus three, and then a couple minus twos. My biggest minuses are um, Cleveland minus two, and then like a bunch of minus ones. Okay. We need Jaw back, man. Yeah, I need ja- it desperately. <laughs> jaw will help. Jaw will definitely, uh, I hope definitely help so, with that team, man. Um, but we did. Do like, they have their pick this year? They must. What, what trade did they? Yeah, do? like they haven't. Well, yeah. What's the the last big trade that they made was like the Valanciunas for Stephen Adams trade, which I doubt right. they gave up anything in that trade. Like anything. I think they wise. might have lost their pick like last year because I remember like kind of recently being like, why don't they have their pick this year? Oh, true. Uh, it, or the year before that, maybe. But damn, so we what are our total wins again? We're racing to six sixteen or six fifteen ish. Six sixteen. Right. Yeah, six sixteen guarantees you. Yeah. Uh I have one sixty two and you have one forty five. Lots of season to play. Okay. Lots of season to play. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, a lot can happen. Um yeah, only seventeen games back. And also like I'm sure that there's a games played total discrepancy right. going on in there. So like we'll see. Yeah, let's assume that's in your favor. Um, <laughs> hopefully uh yeah it would have to be i would think um but yeah like i think the standings will change a little bit before the end of the year uh well they just will they they never stay the same from where they are at this point in the season to the end uh the biggest movers i foresee is i don't think minnesota will be number one for the whole year right uh, i think orlando will, will normalize a bit um and that's it for the top teams. Of, like, the bottom teams, like, Memphis will probably come up a bit. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it, basically, though. Like, Atlanta has some big upwards. Well, Atlanta, us, the Clippers, and the Warriors could all... Don't say us. <laughs> I think we're low-key better than the Hawks. I think we beat them in a series. Wait, how... You're cat. How are we higher than them? We have nine wins and 12 losses, and they have nine wins and 11 losses. Uh, I've just sorted by win total, so... Oh, I, I see. Yeah, I don't think it... Because, um... I was using that for how many wins off we have I from see. our total. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's um pretty good though. I'm pretty happy with Boston as the first pick. That I would have t- taken them first too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta be happy with Milwaukee as the second pick, mm-hmm. and even Phoenix. Like as I said, like once Booker and Durant get some more games together under their yeah. belt, they've both been so good. I do like not completely trust their depth. Right. Um. Well, Beal will help with that. For sure. Gordon's been good. Yeah, Gordon's been good. Feels like they have too much of the same, though. They yeah. Have, they yeah. have lots of scoring. Yeah. And I think Nurkic is still the same player. We, yeah. As we said he would be. I think I was going a little hard on how bad he is, but he is definitely not. He's, he's definitely a mistake. He's not fantastic. I don't know if we mentioned on the pod, so that's why I'm going to mention again. If we did, sorry. But, like, why the fuck didn't they just give us Aiton for Pirtle? <laughs> <laughs> That was basically the Aiden for Nurkic, right? And, I know, and Grayson I know. Allen. Like, I know. Fuck. fuck me. Whatever. Well, like the main, I bet you they offered us Aiden for Pirtle, and Masai was like, mm, 
<laughs> let me just sit around on my hands for a little bit. Let me see if I can get a better deal than that. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you they were like, yeah, Kevin Durant from Malachi Flynn. You guys can have that. And, and Masai it, was like, how about a couple firsts with that? Let me wait for a better deal. Yeah. Let's, let's see how this team plays out. <laughs> oh, man. Bro, like, I, I, I actually cannot open back up the emotions of this Raptors team. Because I, I just know. I, I just know that it's. I, I need to get that off my chest. So I felt good to spend the first. No. I bet you it's the first twenty minutes of this podcast. No, I think it was about like twelve or thirteen. Oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> um. Well, we have an exciting episode next time where we're bringing Fitz back. Oh yeah, and we're gonna baby. do our shooting guard list. Mm-hmm. That should be exciting. I really like doing the point guard one. So it should the be point fun. guard was sick. I do think that we maybe should have done it in a different order. Because I think the point guard is the like most talented position. Yeah, I think center's really fun too though. So center's it'll fun. be it's a good start and a good end. Yeah. And as I said, I think I'm kind of excited for power forward, depending on who like right. qualifies. Well for yeah, even actually the shooting guards aren't bad because uh like there's things like Booker. Like there's people that are like Booker kind of... Booker was a point guard. Oh, but then who was it Beal? Or who... Beal Beal's gotta be their shooting guard if Booker's kind well, of there, a point guard. Yeah, there was oh Kyrie. Kyrie oh, like yeah. people like that. And DeJounte Murray. Yeah, and DeJounte. Like, dudes who are basically point guards. So yeah. We, there's a lot of talent there. I mean, there's a lot of talent in this fucking Who's league. our shooting guard? OG? Oh, uh, I guess. Yeah, in our starting lineup? Probably. Would have to be. He's a good shooting guard. He does shooting guard things. He's, mm-hmm. he's a shooting guard. I like OG. Yeah, he was great yesterday. I would really like. like I, said, I would. Missed. I would really like four first overall picks. First, uh, first, first round picks. Also, they probably would have given us this year, right? Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> we would have had Memphis no, this year. Man, no. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Like, if either of OG or Pascal, like, sign with a different team this offseason. Fire Masai. I'm actually becoming a Pistons fan. I'm going to be a Las Vegas fan. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Whatever team LeBron owns. <laughs> oh, yeah. He might be buying a team, right? Yeah, I bet he you he will talks. be. Yeah. yeah. I remember you were talking about that. Like a year ago or something. Yeah. Maybe Cuban will buy the other one. Maybe Cuban will get back in, but start from the ground floor. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Also, Brian James, I think, is starting to play basketball again. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see that. I- I'm pumped. I mean, it's three months off now, but March Madness is going to be so much fun. True. Yeah, I won last year, so hoping to go back to back. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like March Madness is perfect because it's the part of the NBA season where it's like kind of a lull. Yeah, like, you it know, is. like it it's is starting to get a little bit boring. And then you got like games every day, and they're all like super high intensity. That's what's been nice about the in season tournament is having like yes. one off games and, and actually like, like intensity. I think March is a really good time to have it too because it's like the lull right before the playoffs. Like a lot of teams, things are just sat. Like the only teams that are like cool are the ones who are like fighting for position like the top teams are set and the bottom teams are set and i think actually if march managed to exist the play-in would probably be in march i think yeah. it's like a perfect time of the year to do it yeah um but yeah oh we never talked about the western conference in the in-season tournament we talked about like the pacers oh and we right. never talked about the the west new orleans or or los angeles right um well for new orleans I think it's sick to have Zion on the big stage. Mm-hmm. And Brandon Ingram is just a big game player. Like, he was really good in their playoffs years when they played Phoenix a couple of years ago. Right. And then he was really good in the first uh, in-season tournament game of theirs. Right. He's just really good. And that yeah. New Orleans team is going to be really good yeah. like, this year. Well, do you know who's a bigger game player in every way? Yeah. But bigger in every way is Anthony Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis. Facts. Like, lives for those moments. And, like, I remember even on uh, TNT when they were facing the Nets, like, Shaq was like, he's got to play like this every game. And it's like, does he? Like, does he really? He, That's like, how he gets turns hurt. the fuck up <laughs> in the playoffs. So, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd rather he just be healthy. Also, Austin Reeves. Yeah. He, he, al- always better in the big games. Right, yeah. Like. It felt like he was, like, last year. Yeah, yeah. In the uh, Phoenix game. Uh, I mean, like, Phoenix kind of got fucking, like, screwed like that timeout call is that timeout call and also like in the uh two minute report they confirmed that it was the right call they said oh really yeah the nba said reeves lost possession but then when he like falls he touched the ball and that's when they called the timeout but like yeah whatever but covering their ass bro they just want lebron in the fucking vegas i know fucking mickey mouse league (laughs) 
Some people say this is the hardest championship. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even say it's the hardest championship of LeBron James's career. <laughs> True. Facts. <laughs> he might, yeah, he might have the toughest finals win. I think Dirk has the toughest. Yeah, true. Yeah, the big three heat. Yeah. He he beat a better LeBron. Yeah, because, like, he had to outplay, like, he had LeBron as, like, the best player on the other team. And then it's, like, Jason Kidd versus, versus like, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. Wade. And, like, Jason Terry versus Chris Bosh. And Dwayne Wade was still good at that point, right? Yeah, he was really good. I mean, he was better than LeBron in that uh, playoff run. But LeBron oh, really? was bad. Like, right. Dirk gets... People don't talk enough about how Dirk gets so blessed by, like, the worst superstar performance in the finals, like, maybe ever. True. Like, it is such an outlier finals. And obviously, Dirk's really fucking good. Right. But it's not like he was defending LeBron. Like, yeah, yeah, LeBron yeah. was just bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's not his fault. Yeah. No. Oh, no, it's not. But, uh, people are like, yeah, you beat the big three at full <laughs> strength. Like, no, they were not. LeBron right. was bad. Like, terrible. Yeah. I mean, maybe one of the Magic and Bird finals is up there, too. Yeah, Dirk had, definitely has the craziest playoff run because he beat Spurs, defending champion or defending champion Lakers, then Spurs, then OKC, something like that. Yeah, that's fun. And then the Heat. That's like crazy four teams that could have won the finals. Yeah, he's the goat. That's why. That's why he's the goat. The goat. <laughs> <laughs> Still not as good as Plumlee though. <laughs> 